Let's talk about some good news, especially if you're a traveler. The federal government is set to announce tomorrow that the requirement for proof of a negative molecular test will no longer be needed uh, for fully vaccinated Canadians and uh, permanent residents who return to this country from trips under 72 hours across that border. Here to talk about it, our travel expert friend, he is with Travel Secure, Marty Firestone. Marty, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. So who's going to benefit the most from this change? Well, the Americans at this point, because quite frankly, yes, the Canadians, it's for them who are going to now be able to go over and not need a PCR requirement to head back. But it is not yet for the Americans to come over into Canada and not have to show a negative PCR test. So let's keep that in mind. Ultimately, and I think it's going to be in a two-step situation here, Canadians first, and then Americans will not have to uh, present a PCR test. So that should help the Canadian side of the business Mm -hmm. also. When should these new rules come into effect? Do we know yet? Well, that's key. I mean, we're going to hear either today. I suspect today from the prime minister. Others are saying tomorrow by a different sort of department. But will it go into effect on Sunday the 21st? Will it be in place for U.S. Thanksgiving? Or is it not going to come into effect till December the 1st? I think, needless to say, if it could be before the U.S. Thanksgiving, that will be really important to a lot of people. But we don't know at this point. Mainly important, as you said, to cross-border shoppers, if it's about the American Thanksgiving, right? Because odds are you're going to go down for more than 72 hours if you're going to be with family. But uh, Black Friday, it's right after American Thanksgiving. Exactly. You know, it's changed the entire landscape if they don't have to go look for a PCR test down there or take the one in Canada for 100 or $200, which made no sense to begin with why that would have any effect of what you could have contracted while you were on the other side. But it's the last stumbling block out of the way, hopefully, and we just have to see when it goes into place. Now, tests will still be required, we're hearing, for international trips longer than 72 hours. Uh, Goldie Hyder is the president and CEO of the Business Council of Canada, and he spoke earlier this week with uh, other Canadian and American business leaders in Ottawa about the removal of the PCR test for travellers. I just want to play a clip for you. And there are still today families who might be considering doing a vacation um, to the United States to see their property or to go see their family or to just simply take a break. There might be families thinking about planning even for spring break. But the hesitancy that's being driven is, I'm fully vaccinated, but I have this additional cost for a family of four or five that might be in excess of $800 one way and another $800 coming back. That is punitive for, for, um, for families who've done their part. Yeah, he's right. It is punitive for families that have done their part. The government has to risk uh, public safety. Uh, you know, they have to, sorry, assess the risk to public safety and, you know, what is good for the average Canadian. Um, I'm hearing that this is phase one in the government's COVID-19 testing uh, policy being, you know, reversed. This, you don't have to get a PCR test uh, if you're traveling in, for 72 hours or less across the border. And you said you think that it's going to be released in two phases. I'm hearing three. If your prediction is that Americans, fully vaccinated Americans, won't have to be um, showing a PCR test for visiting Canada under 72 hours, do you think phase three will be the lifting of any PCR requirement? I do. But the question is lifting or possibly a reduction to just a rapid test versus a PCR test. So you're looking at night and day from a cost perspective and the ease of getting it. So maybe that's the natural step down to just get the rapid test happening instead of the PCR. That at least would be a step in the right direction, I think. 
Now, Goldie Hyder, Marty, was talking uh, about spring break there. And I've just recently read the Toronto Star is reporting that Mexico will deploy a battalion of more than 1,400 National Guard troops to the Mayan Riviera. Their plan is to establish a base in the beach town of Tulum, which a lot of people are familiar with, where two foreign tourists were killed and three were wounded back in October in the crossfire during a fight between drug dealers over that territory. What, if anything, is the Canadian government saying about traveling to Mexico right now? Yeah, at this point, there is nothing. But, you know, it's interesting. Pre-COVID, that was a problem that did uh, actually put pressure on things like trip cancellation, interruption, and even medical insurance. Uh, Travel advisory, you know, travel advisories never meant much to us before. But here's a situation where if I guess it got worse, they could issue a travel advisory to these places. And that would have huge effects on, on people going both in getting insurance for medical and also being able to buy for trip cancellation which is what a trip in april is all about putting down a deposit now what if the area becomes unmanageable and you can't go there because there's a travel advisory that's something to really look out for is the presence of military a good or a bad sign for sun seekers that are heading to the mexican riviera this winter it can't be good it just can't be anybody having peace of mind to think oh, well, there's military there, so I feel much safer. I mean, the thought of even going to a place where there is military because there could be a problem, that would scare me off for sure right away. I can tell you that. Marty, always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much for joining us.